some incense and we'll, we'll get a little bit of a, a little bit of a vibe going okay yeah light some incense for sure i'm recording so this is great content <laughs> i've got like a a little bud of incense oh nice you know, a little sandalwood this one's called palo santo it's probably the same thing hold on yeah no worries if finding a lighter or losing a or looking for a lighter was an Olympic sport. I don't even <laughs> think there were, I don't even think I'd have a challenger. I feel the same way, especially on fish tour. I, I lose them like it's my job. Um, That's extenuating circumstances. <laughs> anyway, what what's up, world? John Shoot here with another Puff Creative podcast. Today I have the pleasure of being with my friend Jeff Goldenberg. Jeff, how you doing today? Good, brother. How are you? It's so nice to see you. It's been a while. It's so nice to see you too, man. Uh, Jeff, Jeff and I keep in touch. Uh, we met through the fish community. I believe it started on Twitter. Uh, yep. led, led to you actually coming to my home where I'm at right now and hanging out with me before a fish dick show. Uh, and then we hung out yep. at the show too. So we had- On the floor. Yeah, on the floor. Best way like, to get to know someone. Yeah, right up front. Uh, so we, we had some pretty, a, a, a pretty great memory together. Uh, on top of that, Jeff is the, your CEO and co-founder of Abacus? Um, actually, I'm the chief strategy officer and co-founder, oh. but same idea. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Jeff is also kind of in a position like me, runs a, runs a marketing agency. Um, tell us a little bit more about the Abacus, just, you know, higher level. Yeah, sure. Um, well, Peter, my co-founder, and I started it about five years ago. Um, when we launched it, we wanted to be the best at Facebook advertising. Um, so that's really what we were focused on, mainly the performance and the the like um, the tech side of it. Um, so we did that for about a year and got pretty good at it, but we were consistently getting like outdated creative, and that was weighing down the, the results that we were being measured on, mainly TV ads repurposed for social or banner ads repurposed for social and it was weighing down our results and we would get judged on the results so eventually we were like um we have to get really good at this mobile creative because it's completely different than the creative that we've used in the past the format yeah. the the mindset everything and if we keep relying on other agencies or other clients just to give us the stuff we're going to fail and we're they're going to blame us and go do another year with the creative agency and we so we were literally faced with this, the decision to either shut down or become figure out this mobile creative. We did the latter. So we searched for people who were really good at traditional creative, but also knew how things were changing and how the first one second and five seconds are so important now because people don't aren't captive and they're not, they don't um, have to sit through everything. They can jump around as much as they want. Yeah. So we did that. And it worked really well, bringing the media performance piece and the creative together seemed to be a sweet spot. So we did a lot of that. How we ended up in the cannabis world though was, um, in, we're, we're based in Toronto, Canada. So uh, we've been legal for about two years, recreationally legal. And just before that, um, companies started coming to us to either help them build a brand to take to market or come up with a go-to-market strategy for, for their rec brand. So that's what introduced us to the wild world of cannabis. Interesting. 
And um, in this process, you launch a series of brands. You have, I believe it's high 12 brands. Um, and your most recent venture, which we've been potentially collaborating on and having conversations about and um, trying to get traffic to, to your pages is Dodie Blunts. And um, I was going to see if you could just tell us a, a just higher level about Dodie. <laughs> Um, for sure. We dive so I guess it's worth combos. talking about. <laughs> I guess it's worth talking a little bit about high high twelve for a second. Yeah, yeah, totally. After after we had um, started making brands for clients, we were like, well, wouldn't it be cool if we made brands for ourselves? And we envisioned this sort of private label market where there was going to be the room in 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 the ecosystem for a non licensed brand holder. And that there was a couple examples already in the space. And California was obviously more evolved than Canada, having a four or five year head start but that was our idea all the um all the large cannabis growers were starting to get their stock prices battered and their value and losing so much money yeah and we had the opposite idea we were like what if we own nothing but ip so high high noon was or high 12 interchangeable um was the answer to that we we matched up with some sort of banker types and we had the banker types and the creative types and the bankers went out and raised money and the creative types searched for opportunities and brands and insights in the Canadian market and ended up uh, probably, we launched three brands, but we probably incubated a dozen that are just in various stages. Um, and then it became really good because we understood how to create brands based on good insights and predictions where the market's going, but also how to bring the brands all the way through to the shelf which is very, very complicated and also different no matter where you are. Yep. Um, being a matter of days away from the Doty first production, I can tell you it is not easy to bring products to market in this space. It and I guess, that's, I guess that's why like you hear so many people talking and yapping, but you see so few products on the shelf. You gotta be like a legitimate psychopath to deal with what you have to deal and have the tenacity <laughs> to get all the way through to the end. So to answer your question about Doty, um, and cut me off if I'm on a, too much of a tangent. No, um, I love it. I met Marshawn Lynch three years ago. Somebody asked me if I wanted to um, create a cannabis brand with him. I said, yes, needless to say, because I think the intersection of sports culture and cannabis culture is so interesting, but also like pretty untapped. Yeah. And we could talk about why it's untapped in a minute. So that was three years ago and we launched it two months ago. So you can imagine how long we talked about it. But over that time we got to, um, spend a lot of time together, work on a, a few different things um, and get to know each other to the point where when he was done with the NFL, uh, we felt it was time to bring the brand to market and um, it's gonna be launching in the Bay Area on 420 um, in a couple of weeks. Thank you, knock on wood. I'll take the congrats when it's actually there. But um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll circle back. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, everyone's very excited. That's awesome, man. Um, so thanks. So we'll, we'll circle back to Abacus and, and, and Dodi uh, in a little bit here. I wanted to just dive into your story a little bit more. Um, where, two questions I like to kick things off is just where are you from? And um, when was the first time cannabis entered your life? Oh, boy. Um, I'm born and raised in Toronto, Canada. I've lived here all my life except for four years where I went to university in Montreal, which is... Um, a one hour flight, a five hour drive from here. So not that far, although a very different city. <clears throat> um, More old Started school. getting into, what's that? I've been to Montreal, I used to live in Vermont. So we're, it's kind of oh, like yeah. in between where we, I used to live. Um, 
It's a little bit more. I was in like the old, like old Montreal. It seems a bit more old yeah. school. Where Toronto reminds me of like Denver, or like New York, or something. Yeah, totally. More European feeling. Um, it's also why I was there from '95 to '99, and if you cross-reference that with Fish and being just oh. across the border from Vermont and from Massachusetts and some good New years. Jersey and all those places, yeah, it was some good years. <laughs> um, I one of the craziest times was like taking a random ride from a guy to a show in Worcester um, and driving through a snowstorm like all day. Oh man. Like 20 miles an hour all day long. Super stressed like, snowstorm. out. <laughs> Super stressed out. And that was the night no one's going to care other than me and you, but that was the night they played that 60 minute runaway gym. Oh, it was a pretty crazy uh, what year series of events. That? 96, 97. I'm not very good with years, but somewhere in that wow. range. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's totally worth the trek. <laughs> totally. I smoked, I started smoking weed like, I don't know, when I was 13, like just testing it out with friends. Yeah, same. It felt like everything was so like routine that like it was so cool to do it because it was like so exciting versus everything else that was going on. Yeah, went not, to a I'm friend's like house familiar. and we watched a Cheech and Chong movie. The so first time. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> You should be in like a weed commercial, like yeah, uh, it's like yeah, like the most standard thing. Um, <coughs> when you're 13, not, uh, what do you know? You just like yeah, no, for sure, yeah, no, it's just natural reaction. Um, I'm not familiar with like like was it hard for you to like access weed when you were younger, and like was it is illegal, right? Or like were you? It was definitely up? illegal. It's been illegal like up until two years ago, but for a very long time, it was kind of decriminalized, or at least people didn't care. Um, yeah, I saw things so, were like more lenient up in Canada for some reason. I wasn't sure. For sure, for sure. I mean, if they want to get you, or if you you did something else and it's part of it, that's part of it. But um, normally they didn't care. But when you're young, like let's say by the time we were 15, 16, 17, it's still hard to find. Like it, it's everywhere, but you still don't know where to do it. And when I think back at it, it was actually the uncertainty of knowing whether you were going to get it or not that added to like sort of the the sense of adventure. Yeah. Can you compare that with like a product drop or something like that? Maybe in dispensary, like just building up that like anticipation or whatever. I think so. I think um, having brands that, that, um, that's, that stay consistently interesting is really important. Yeah. Because historically the brands have been about consistency because that's what the stores have wanted. But I look at sort of the way that certain demographics shop in other areas of their life where things aren't always available. And it kind of makes me wonder what that hybrid is of like being the company that's pretty like available often, but still desirable because it's not like everyone can get it. So that's mm. kind of one of the things I think about. Yeah. Like con consistently interesting. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what we're doing with Doty. So Doty's more like a platform to access what Marshawn and his friends are into at the moment than about like always making this particular product or this particular form factor or this strain. That's awesome. So when thinking about it that way, it's like no one really smokes the same thing all, all week, all year long. So it's we'll kind of like you're products. hanging out with him. like. <laughs> yeah, it's not just like his name on it. It's, it's what him and his friends are into and everything that we do, every piece of what we do goes through them. They all get tested. They have tons of options because everyone is interested in 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 working with him and by the end of it we just know exactly what they like at the time and 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 we're also thinking ahead about other products in the future yeah the first product is a, a diamond infused blunt um 
that's going to be available at a select number of stores on 420. And then we're just going to grow it from there, but not with the expectation that it's always the same. And that's what we get rewarded for. This is more going to be about um, interesting drops and new products and getting inside of his head a little bit. Yeah. So you, for the 420 drop, um, mainly in the Bay area, correct? Exclusively in the Bay area. So one of the things about Doty is it's an Oakland brand. I think I had chatted with you about this earlier and it took a, a yeah, while yeah. for to realize this, but like, people want bourbon from Kentucky. They don't want like their local Denver bourbon or their local Buffalo bourbon. And I was thinking, you know, Oakland has the credentials to be the Napa of blunts or the Sonoma of blunts or the Kentucky of blunts. And that's when we had the idea to go all in on Oakland and export Oakland to the rest of the state country world, as opposed to changing it up, depending on where we are. So popular Oakland strains, popular Oakland grow techniques, Oakland form factors, and then our, our Bay Area stores will get the, the new product first to test it and make sure people like it before it gets spread to the rest of it. And so Oakland's stores, sort of the lab. Any stores that you're allowed to shout out that that folks might know of? Um, oh, we're going to be at, at the at the creme de la creme of stores, so you'll be able to find it. It's going to be on um, dotyblunts.com in a couple of weeks. Cool. Um, there's also some delivery services and you'll be able to order if you're in the Bay Area direct through the website um, and get delivered. Um, Doty delivery. So um, and Doty, Doty's D-O-D-I. Correct? That's right. D-O-D-I. Yeah, it's a it's a term that Marshawn and his friends made up and sort of mini popularized in the Bay for really good weed. It's funny. The other day um, we were coming up with the name for something and, and he said, you know, uh, I know like this is your job and you get paid for it, but like this is what me and my cousins sit around doing all day, making up new words, twisting shit together and just having fun. <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to him doing it, it's just like it's his natural element and he's super yeah. creative and he's been really hands on even from the first meeting and the first meeting in Toronto at my office when he came in, uh, he had some feedback on the logo we had mocked up. So him and Corey opened it in Photoshop and started like live editing it and and, and working on it together. So He's been super dialed into it ever since. And 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 a lot of the challenges like and that's the logo on your hat, right? Or the icon. This one, yep. Yep. So you see the diamond in the middle because yeah. we're all about the diamond infusion. Um, so that's gonna be a common. When you say theme. diamond infusion, it's uh like the concentrate diamonds. Yes, sir. But that's really funny you said that because um a fox outlet, I think out of Nevada, um, wrote this like semi-racist article about how like uh, superstar Marshawn Lynch putting diamonds in a blunt and got a whole bunch of people thinking that it was actual diamonds. Um, but it's not actual diamonds, it's THCA diamonds, which are like a, 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 an extraction oh technique, an extraction technique that produces very uh, high concentrate THC in like almost a crystal form that could look like diamonds if they're big enough. Yeah. So obviously part of our challenge is going to be educating the market um, on oh, what the diamonds, diamonds are and why we like them and what they do. Are to you going to be kind of like, um, like mix matching the diamonds with the flower or is there going to be some type yeah, of strategy, so, strategy there? Yeah. So the first product is 1.7 gram blunt um, that's wow. infused with it. That's infused with the diamonds. So it's um, it'll, it'll test really high. Uh, between the the cannabis flower and the concentrate um wow. yeah and um 
I really think sort of that's the future of cannabis is like manufactured products where people can really put the R&D and time into coming up with really awesome flavor profiles and combinations in different ways. Um, because concentrates aren't all, always the easiest thing to ingest. Yeah. Um, so having them in a pre-roll really makes it a lot uh, more user-friendly. That's awesome. Is there, what other products do you guys see, like any, any products you could share that maybe, you know, consumers can look forward to in the future out of the day that you're talking about or sorry to I'd ask say, you all these probably legal <laughs> boundary questions. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> So the infused blunts and the infused pre-rolls is the first area that we're going to focus on. And we have a few different ideas for um, different pro products for different uh, types of smokers. Okay. Um, Marshawn and his friends, they say they smoke big. So they're always smoking big blunts and with, with tons in it. Other people smoke small and smoke joints and like the smaller ones. So I think the, the hint that I'll give your show is in the future. There's, uh, I think, I think the, the blunts and the pre-rolls will come in a number of different sizes and form factors, but always be diamond infused. So even mm. if it's little, it still gets you where you need to go. That's awesome. I don't That's know about awesome. you. Are you are you and your friends smoking together or are you rolling persons? I'm not judging. I'm just curious. Uh, like right now? Yeah, just like in general. Um, just, I mean, lately I've only done per personal. Um, there's some pretty cool like accessories that have come out since COVID. Like we have a few clients who do um, like personal tips to blunts oh, and joints, cool. which I think is yeah. like cool. I was going to bring that up on our meeting, like some of the cool accessories. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that seems to become popular. And I've seen a few different technologies around that as well, um, which have been pretty cool. Like some of, there's like a magnetic one I've seen. Um, mm. So like the, the one piece stays on the blunt the whole time and everyone has their own magnet that kind of goes neat. on to it seen another one like a client of ours like redoing her site for her right now um she does like all this custom artwork and like jewels and stuff on the oh nice thing. so you get your own kind of style with it and she has like that's necklaces cool. and stuff you like go to a festival or or something like that um yeah, that's very cool okay any other any other big announcements um coming from you guys that you that you're excited to share and, and no worries if not um i'm excited to share some or... of the i'm excited to share some of the work we're doing um with last prisoner project in Doty, to uh because one of our missions is to um to help with social and criminal justice reform we're coming up with ways as we speak to help um some of the people that they um get released from jail for nonviolent weed offenses to get their first step into the cannabis business Oh, by apprenticing awesome. with us oh um, great and it's just one step and it'll only help a few people to start but really a commitment to figuring out what we can do to do our little piece to make things better because things aren't great where they're at right now but you could see a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel and we just like to help the light get here quicker i guess the other thing that we're super passionate about is bringing sports and weed culture together because when you think sports you think beer 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 and more beer yeah maybe wine and alcohol but I'm positive there's a lot of people out there who like sports and weed. So yeah, I think what everyone <laughs> I know, I feel like maybe like, so I think what we'd like you. to do is, is, is sort of help lead um, some like reductions in stigmas when it comes to sports and cannabis and some acceptance around it. And maybe some new fun rituals around cannabis and sports where every, where that isn't so sort of beer focused yeah. um, and help do our part to bring the two together. 
I think that's what that's awesome. sort of the two things that get us the most excited. That's great. Yeah, those are the two things that get me out of bed in the morning. That's for sure. Nice. Um, awesome. Yeah, Jeff, man, I, re I really appreciate the time. I guess the, the last thing I'll end on is, am I going to see a fish anytime soon? Like, what, what are your what are thoughts there? So I have my ear to the ground a little bit. Okay. Um, and I've heard that Mexico 2022 in February is being worked on. Okay. Um, so there's the light at the end of the tunnel. And then who knows? I guess um, they still could do something at the end of the year in theory. Yeah. Um, but I'm sort of thinking about the beach in February 2022 and circling that because that would hit the spot right about now. Mm. That was the last place I was before lockdown was in uh, Cancun. Uh, and I could definitely uh, use more fish or no, it was just with, uh, oh. with fam. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. I've never That's... seen them there, but like 4,000 fans on the beach all lit up. Like what could be I, I've, I've gone, I went two years ago or the second to last one. And yeah, I don't know how I, I, I it like ruined my live show experience because that was just <laughs> so awesome. Well, we <laughs> should like... both go in February. We could work and write it all off. Yeah, I'm totally down. We'll we incorporate just kidding, that. IRS. <laughs> you didn't hear that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, well, Jeff, thank thank you so much for your time, man. It's it's a it's a pleasure being friends with you. It's a pleasure Likewise. having this conversation and, and continue in our future conversations. Um, right on, to our listeners, keep an eye out for Jeff Abacus Agency. Uh, keep an eye out for the Dodie Blunts launch for four twenty. Uh, I will plug all the links and social media profiles into the uh, podcast once we launch it prior. And awesome. yeah, Jeff, have a great week, man. It's always a pleasure seeing you. Thanks for having me. Go enjoy your baby. I will.